Hi, and welcome to Resurrection Church, where Dr. Joseph G. Matera is the senior pastor and presiding bishop. We are committed to serving our community and the community abroad. We pray that the word you are about to hear will be a blessing to your life and that you allow the Holy Spirit to open your heart and receive what the Lord is speaking to you. Well, hey, I just want to say good morning to everyone and happy Sunday. Uh, we want to welcome you wherever you are streaming from and uh, just thank you for joining us for Church Online today. Uh, today we are actually doing something a little different. All three of our campuses are uh, having church on the lawn or a barbecue of some sort while celebrating life change through Jesus through baptisms. And so uh, today I'm coming on here with a pre-recorded message, but something that I've been thinking about uh, in light of everything that's going on in our world uh, and in light of even the new discoveries that have been going on in our world. Uh, you know, recently uh, we learned about the James Webb Telescope and how uh, the, the, the telescope was able to take these uh, incredibly crystal clear pictures of our universe and our galaxy out there. Um, and, and just being able to see hundreds, if not thousands of galaxies that we've never been able to see before and the clarity of the picture. And, and even this morning, I was actually reading an article about uh, do we even know how long the universe has been around, the existence, and, and how because of these new images and the new science and data that's coming out, uh, it's even causing questions to scientists about how our world, how our universe, and ultimately how the galaxies above ended up being created and at what point did it take place. All of this reminds me of John chapter 1. John chapter 1, which if you look at John chapter 1, it is synopsis, it is, it, it is synopsis with uh, Genesis chapter 1. And we all know Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning God created. And for six days, God created the, the stars and the heavens and the moon and the sun and the plants and the, um, the, the animals that, that roam our world. He divided the land by, uh, by ground and by sea. And then he also created us, humanity, men and women in the image of God, in the Imago Dei. And I love what it says in John chapter 1. And so I just want to invite you, if you got your scripture, uh, to join me as we read through just a few portions of John chapter 1 today. And my hope is that it speaks some life into your current circumstances and it speaks some life into uh, really the, the, the status of where our world is today. So John starts out in the Gospel of John and he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I, I love that right there. In the beginning, again, following along with Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word. And we know that the Word um, that, that was spoken forth, that Ruach Word, is now represented through the embodiment of Jesus Christ. But he says, in the beginning was the Word, was Jesus. And the Word was God. Jesus was God. And the Word um, the word was with God and the word was God. Verse two, he was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. And in him was life and the life was the light for men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. I, I think about these images that we're seeing about our solar system, about our galaxy. I, I think about 
uh, even walking into a dark room and we just flip that light switch or maybe we even light a candle and how quickly the light ends up penetrating the darkness. And, and from all of that, all of that was created by God, for God, and ultimately for our joy and our delight in God. You know, our world right now is completely broken and completely shattered. And I, I honestly feel like over the past several years, we've seen um, just this roller coaster of emotion, roller coaster of crisis happening, not just in America, but in our world, a roller coaster with the economy. And we know how the economy is doing right now, and it isn't doing all that great. And, and this has caused darkness to feel like it's increasing, darkness to feel like it's rising up. It's caused anxiety and fear and worry uh, to rest upon not just the people of God, but also all of humanity. Um, we, we see people who are hurting and broken. We see people who have been laid off. We see people who haven't been able to pay their bills on time or, or haven't been able to uh, step into what they believe God might be calling them to. And this is why I love this picture that, that John is creating right here about light, about God. And I love what it says in verse 3. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Colossians also talks about this, about how all things were created in Christ and through Christ, and Christ holds all things together. And so I think sometimes in the darkness of our world, it can be hard to see the light of God. I think sometimes in the darkness of our society and politics and even religion, it's, it's hard to see uh, where is God. And I want to just challenge you this Sunday morning that regardless of what you're going through, to just pause for a moment and look at the grand beauty, the vastness, the supremacy, and, and the glory of God that is all around us. And, and if you maybe don't know where to look, I just want to challenge you, look up to the sky. Look up to the sky and the creation that surrounds us. It blows my mind that millions, if not billions of light years away, we've got these balls of gas and these planets that we know very little about who are radiating the light of God. And that light is traveling at a remarkable speed so that we could see it with our visible eye here on planet Earth. It's a reminder of the heavens and the glory telling about the vastness and ascribing to God the beauty of his name. He continues on. Let me just read a little bit more in verse 9. He says, the true light, the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, meaning the Jewish people, and his own people did not receive him, but all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood or not the will of flesh or the will of man, but were born of God. And so right here, John is given this synopsis or this grand idea about how God was coming to the earth to dwell among us, to dwell with us. Light was entering into the world and piercing the darkness. And all of those who step into his light were not just um, being made into great moralistic people, but we are being transformed by his marvelous light. And, and you know this, you walk into a room and you shine a flashlight 
and darkness cannot stop the light that comes from that flashlight. Or um, you go to Times Square and, and you see in the middle of what should be complete pitch blackness, the light from the signs, the light from the advertisements is piercing and it ends up brightening and lighting up the sky around us. See, that's what the light of Christ does. The light of Christ exposes the darkness and not just exposes, but destroys the darkness that is around us. It destroys the darkness that is around uh, humanity. And, and I know sometimes it seems like, God, what on earth is happening in our society? What on earth is happening with the economy? What on earth is happening? I'm worried. I'm staying up late. I'm fearful. But let me just remind you that God's light will pierce through the darkness, the anxiety, uh, the fear that we have if we allow it to happen. He continues on and he says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and full of truth. I, I love that full of grace and full of truth and that we have seen him. And he's referencing the apostles have seen the embodiment of God in the life of Jesus Christ um, and how Jesus left his throne in heaven and he entered into the darkness of this world. But when he entered into the darkness of the world, his light shined forth. All of us that are being born again or come into that marvelous light are then being called children of God. We're being adopted into the family of God. But this is what I love right here. We have seen him full of grace, full of truth. And I want to talk about this for just a moment because a lot of times in Christianity, we're either all grace or we're all truth. We're either uh, all law and all legalism or all we can just keep doing whatever it is that we want to do. And Jesus had a way of stepping into these spaces. Jesus had a way of speaking to people who were in darkness, speaking to people who were broken, speaking to people who were dealing with sin or anxiety or fear. And whenever he spoke to these people, he spoke to them the truth, but he did it in a way that was graceful. You know, it is the kindness of God that leads us to a place of repentance. It is not the wrath of God. It is the kindness of God. And here we see the embodiment of grace and truth in Jesus Christ. You know, I, I think sometimes we look at our sin, we look at our situations, we look at the things that we're going through in life and, and, and we get hit with the hard reality of the truth that is there and, and, and we maybe become bitter or we put up a wall or something. But I want to challenge you, Christian. I want to challenge you, anyone who's watching this, to look at the things that are maybe um, um, being exposed in your life and allow the grace of God to be able to come upon you. Allow the forgiveness of God to be able to come upon you. He says this in verse 16. From, uh, for from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Let me pause there. Grace upon grace. Scripture talks about how God has taken us from one degree of glory to another degree of glory. And, and I think about that, how sometimes it's hard for us to see uh, life change in our life, where it's hard for us to see the progress that we're, we're making. But over time, one degree of glory to another, to another, to another, to another, we start to look back and we see the transformation that his light is doing in our lives. We see the transformation that he is doing, the kingdom impact that he's doing in our hearts and in our soul, taking us from where we were to who he's called us to be as children of God. And then he, and, he, and I love that he says, his fullness, in his fullness, we have received grace upon grace. And so I want to challenge us that 
regardless of what we've done, regardless of how the week has been, regardless of the things that maybe we faced in society, the things that we are facing, the fear that is upon us, His mercies are new every day. His grace is new every day. And every day is an opportunity for us to be able to step into His light, step into His love, and be able to step into His grace and to be able to walk out that love and to be able to walk out that light. He continues on in verse 17. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So I love what Jane, I'm sorry, what uh, Paul talks about, that if we're going to live by the law, we're going to be judged by the law. But if we're going to live by grace, we will be judged by grace. And the law says that you can't do it. Grace says Jesus has done it. The law says you're not good enough. Grace says you are good enough. And not only are you good enough, but you are adopted as a child of God. The law says you've got to sacrifice and you've got to work. And Jesus says, I am the sacrifice. Grace was the sacrifice. And then he says this, no one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. You know, a lot of times people ask me, Michael, how do we know what God is like? How do we know the character of God? How do we know the nature of God? And many times people look at the Old Testament and say, the the God of the Old Testament is not the God of the New Testament, or how can this be the same God? And what I love about John uh, and him wrapping up that that phrase right there is he says, if you want to know what God looks like, look at the person of Jesus, because Jesus is all divinity while being all humanity. If we want to know the character and the nature of God, look at Jesus. If we want to know how Jesus or how God would respond to injustice in America, look at Jesus. If we want to know how God would respond to darkness, look to Jesus. If we want to know how God would respond to sin and sickness, look to Jesus. And we see that through the life of Jesus, he is the embodiment of grace and truth. He is the embodiment of mercy and love. He is the embodiment of compassion and passion and power. And through him, he extends his open arms to all of us. He extends his open arms to me. And he did that, you know, almost 20 years ago. And for many of you, he's extended his open arms to you as well. And and I want to challenge all of us to just live out that light that Christ has called us to live. Because he says in Matthew chapter 5 that um, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. And so by us being born again into the likeness of Christ, his light then is deposited inside of us. And every one of us have an opportunity to be the light of the world for all to see. You know what we know about light? Darkness cannot overcome it. It's just like what Martin Luther said. Uh, Martin Luther King ends up talking about how do we overcome hate through love? Hate cannot overcome love. Darkness cannot overcome light. And so I want to challenge us as we wrap this up. And again, I know it's different today. Are we living out the light that Christ has deposited in us? And when we feel like we're in darkness, are we turning to the light that not just pierces, but destroys the darkness around us? In our world, it may seem like we are being uh, overtaken by darkness. In our world, it may seem like we are being uh, uh, driven out by darkness. But again, nothing can stop the light of Christ. 
Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16, I will build my church and the gates of Hades or the gates of hell shall not prevail. There is nothing that can stop Jesus from building his church. The opportunity for you and I is we have an opportunity to be able to step into that, to partner with Jesus and to be ambassadors on this earth for the kingdom's sake. And I wanna leave us with that today, because as we go out, as we go into our world, as we go to school, or we, I guess, start preparing for school, as we go into our workplaces, we go into the medical field, God has given us all an opportunity to be the light of the world and to reflect the light of the Son of God, which is Jesus Christ himself. And so let me just pray for us and just got a few closing announcements and then we will see you next week for our normal live stream. And so Father, we just thank you uh, for everyone who's watching today. And God, we celebrate and we thank you for the baptisms that are gonna be taking place as well today. And Lord, we just ask that you would allow us to be able to step into your marvelous light and to be able to take that light and pass it on to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you're ever in the New York City metro area or the Brooklyn uh, neighborhoods, we would love to be able to see you at Resurrection Church every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. And um, over the next couple weeks, you're gonna see a lot of things taking place and as we get ready for our fall season. I just wanna throw a date out there for you. September 18th is gonna be the kickoff to the fall season. And we would love for anyone who is physically possible to be able to join us in person September 18th. In the next few weeks, you're gonna hear more information about that. But know that you are loved, know that you have a community that is praying for you, know that you have a community that you belong to. And with that said, we love you guys and we will see you next week at 11 a.m. for our normal live Amen. stream. Amen. We Bless pray you. that you were blessed by this word. For more information about our church, please visit our website at resurrectionchurchofny.com or give us a call at 718-436-0242. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at reschurchnyc. Take care and God bless.